your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to uh, Thursday. It's Thursday. One more day. One more day. Thursday, Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solom. 608-785-7914. That's the number if you want to call me. Ooh, there's a text coming midway. Midway. Midday. The Battle of Midway. Uh, 608-785-7914. I'm looking at the park board agenda. The park board meets in 24 minutes. One of the deals where... Hey, run down to run down and check out the park board meeting. But oh yeah, uh, you can't really check it out. You're gonna have to run online and and go to the. <laughs> this is what we were doing right before the show. If you you were watching Facebook Live, you probably saw Brad in here. You're gonna have to run to the meeting agenda page and download the PDF file and find the the streaming link. To uh, stream.lifesizecloud.com slash extension slash three. And then it just keeps going. Can I click that link in here? Oh, I can click it. I didn't know you could click it from a PDF. And then uh, join stream. Type your name here. How about uh, Lacrosse Talk PM? I'm going to do this because we'll see what happens. Can we can we get into the park board meeting when uh, when it comes up in, in a half, yeah, 20, 23 minutes now? Um, on the agenda, part of... Part of that agenda, request to change the vegetation in the boulevard at 112 24th Street. It's number one on the agenda. I don't know if you also heard on this agenda. Also, I don't know. We've, we, we haven't mentioned it all that much, but a request to approve the use agreement in the UW Lacrosse at the Green Island Tennis Courts. I don't know. We we didn't. Hit, oh, there's also this one out here, way at the bottom. There's not a lot. I'm just kidding. It's not really that far down. Hiawatha statue from Riverside Park. Request to remove. <gasps> Request sent by, submitted by, Mayor Tim Cabot. Uh, so that's on the board agenda. Uh, they'll are they gonna vote to remove the statue tonight? Is that how that works? I'm not even sure how it works. Uh, is, are people picketing right now outside? the the city hall or maybe can you pick it in the meeting they can't see you i don't believe you could type your questions it says type questions here so you maybe you could type questions to the the park board uh, but you have to download a pdf i mean it is the worst right downloading a pdf come on just give me the link you got to find the meeting agenda city city of lacrosse meeting agenda find the proper date hit the park board of park commissioners Download the PDF. Oh, save the PDF to your computer, your phone. It's the worst when you have to save PDFs to your phone, right? Because if it saves and it doesn't open, then like, where did the PDF go? I don't even know where files go in my phone. I know where pictures go, but files? Where do those go? PDFs? And then you then you finally find it, and there's 7,453 things you've saved over the last two years. You had no idea. And... uh You've saved this thing as agenda because that's what it what it's listed as on the on the website. Uh, but yeah, once you get there, then there's a link. You can actually click that link, and it'll take you to the little video. And maybe we'll play. Maybe I'll play the video and see. Uh, by the time the sh- I don't think they're gonna get to the Hiawatha statue before the show ends. I don't think maybe, but I don't think so. Um, did anyone go protest out there? Protest in support. So it's kind of like a backwards protest, but protest in support. Have we been picketing outside Riverside Park 
in front of the Hiawatha statue. Keep the statue. Keep like have you have you all been doing that over the last couple of uh, since the mayor submitted this letter on Monday? I didn't I didn't see anyone out there, so I don't know. I feel like if we want the statue to stay, we should uh, there should be thousands of people out there every day saying keep the statue. Like that's how th- that's how protests work, right? That's when protests happen, then people. The, the, the city leaders notice the thousands of people outside and then they change whatever they're going to whatever they were going to do right that's that's how protests work I mean we've we've done it before or or not 608 785 7914 I will say just a little off off topic just kind of I got this trimmer this weed whacker whatever you want to call it it's a dewalt a battery one so it's kind of nice or i thought it was going to be you don't have to i had a corded one it was the worst because i have to have like a hundred foot cord some like weed whacking and then the the trimmer string's gone right it, it's it, it, like you have to you have to pull some more out or whatever however you want to describe that and i read the directions well this thing's kind of cool because you just you bump the trimmer on the ground and as it's running and the more cord comes out so I bumped the DeWalt trimmer on the ground a couple of times, and no court, no more string comes out. So I bump it harder, and then finally some string comes out. But every time I use up the string, I got to bump this thing on the ground. Well, then the pole bends. <laughs> so it's brand new trimmer, and uh, now I have a bent pole because you have to bump the the thing on the ground to get it to uh, release more string or take it all apart and pull some string out manually, which is just the worst. But I was like, oh, this is cool. This will be really easy to do. And then now I have a a bent brand new weed whacker. Guess where I'm going? Back to the store. Maybe later today. <laughs> All right, we got uh we got a call coming in. And then we'll go to news with Brad Williams. Uh caller, you're on the air. Who's this? It's Heidi. Hey Heidi, go ahead. Okay. Um I guess my opinion about thousands of protesters against taking the statue down. I think many of the people who don't think that, and not all, I mean, I'm not going to group everybody into one clump, but not everybody who thinks that the statue should come down is the type of person that's going to go out there and stand because, number one, they probably don't have time because they're busy working and doing other things, and they're trying to cause an uprest, but they express their opinion vocally, um, and... It's it's not the same kind of situation. It's it's not, I guess, a mob mentality of um, ideology. And uh, I personally, when I was a little kid, went down there and loved that statue because I was fascinated with the Native American culture. And even though I didn't know everything correctly, nobody knows everything about everything correctly. Um, all cultures are misrepresented at some point in time and mostly everywhere. Or, you know, one-on-one when people get to know each other, they learn more, you know, than, than groupthink mentality. And I learned about the wrongs that were done to the Native Americans and understood that from my Christian grade school teaching, my, my education. And it was obvious, the horrors of everything in slavery as well. So the so um, so Heidi, I don't come from a rich family. I don't come from means or anything like that. So Heidi, are you um, going to go to the park park board meeting tonight and express your opinions? Or I, 
I, I can't. I have other things that I have to do because I don't have money and I don't have time to spare. Oh, I'm did busy you, working did you, as hard as I can for did, whatever I can. Did you write but to the I park board? That there are probably a lot of people out there who think that way, too, and they're being painted as something else so many times. So did you write to the city council, your city council member, or Heidi? Oh, okay. Just dropping the mic. Thanks, Heidi. Thanks for the call. I guess you can't take a... Can't take any questions. I, I I I agree with her that we we learn about things and perhaps having a, a statue that's a likeness of you know multiple caricatures of Native Americans in Riverside Park creates a, a discussion where we can learn that we've mischaracterized Native American culture most of our lives. But you would have to have somebody talk to you about that. I mean, I don't know if that statue that invokes that conversation or not, but perhaps it does. But if you can't go down to the park and express your need or want to keep that statue there, and you can't go to the park board meeting because you got to work or whatever, you had all week to write to the city council, your city council member, your uh, even the park board or the mayor. I mean, you just got to Google Mayor Tim Cabot email, and boom, there it is. All right, we got a, we got Brad coming up. We'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM 608-785-7914. I was just I was just looking at some of the stuff on the uh, park board agenda. Everything's a PDF. Uh, Nate texted me and he said his iPhone, the stuff that he downloads, essentially goes right to the the desktop or the screen homepage, which is very nice. Maybe I should get an iPhone. My phone can only run like one app at a time at this point. I'm restarting it like three times a day. And uh, I'm closing apps out every time I have to <laughs> I have to start something new. Fred's, Fred texted in, I'm somewhat indifferent about the Hiawatha statue staying or going. I'm quite resolved, though, that a small group of people can dictate to a community what can stay or go, especially when you learn about the history of the statue. Yeah, that's always kind of kind of the funny thing about uh, some how some of this works. If you if you want to protest the statue, if if you want to go to the council meeting, if thirty people went to the council meeting, if we did this in person and can talk, I'm not even sure if you can just go there and talk in person. Sometimes you can, I guess, and it's not a council meeting. My bad, it's a park board meeting. But uh, you know. It was one at a time. Somebody had like a little written statement and it took like an hour because 30 people did it. The, 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 the board or the council or whatever meeting you were, you were to go to was like, wow, that, that was a lot of time and people that came in support of whatever thing they're supporting or against whatever thing they're against. You know, let's say 30 people went to this meeting and spoke on behalf of the statue. Well, that's 30 people, although it took a lot of time and, a, and, and effort on those people and to, to get to the meeting and to, to have something ready to go and, and tell the, the, the park board. But it still is only 30 people <laughs> in, a, in a whole town. Like, we need to get everyone's opinion. Uh, 608-785-7914. We'll go back to the phones. Uh, caller, who's this? You're on the air. Hi, this is Jesse Eben, Republican candidate for the 3rd Congressional, so running for the office that Ron Kine currently holds. Okay. Uh, I wanted to 
chime in here. I think it's been important what's been discussed about writing your city council, about having having making sure your voice is heard in these discussions that we're having. Um, but this brings us to a broader conversation, um, and that is talking about defunding the police and getting rid of qualified immunity, which Ron Kind um, turned his back on our sheriffs recently. Um, he, he supported a bill that would get rid of qualified immunity, um, which would not support our police. He told them that he had their back, and he had already co-sponsored this bill a week prior to telling them that. So, so I want to let everyone know. Do you oh, want to describe what qualified immunity is? Yes, yeah. So qualified immunity, um, that is for government employees. That is for acting in good faith. Um, specifically, this would impact police officers and law enforcement officers the most. Um, because any action that they take, they could have a lawsuit against them. And this would create a lot of frivolous litigation uh, that would not only burden the officer, their family, um, but then also the, the city and the taxpayer dollars as well. Um, so this would create um, a whole conundrum. And the end result would be that we would not have police officers that would be able to act, that would be able to keep law and order in our communities and keep us safe. Um, they eventually wouldn't be able to police. They would either step out of the job or wouldn't be able to act as appropriately as they should. So how would, uh, if we, we go to the most extreme example, the George Floyd, if we, we take Derek Chauvin, how does qualified immunity affect him in, in terms of the George Floyd situation? So that's, the, you know, the union was at, at a case there of, of protecting um, that officer and keeping him in place uh, for a long duration of time. There are plenty of issues. There's always ways uh, to challenge officers. And Wisconsin officers and police chiefs and sheriffs have talked about this. I held a panel uh, last week last Thursday, where we had four sheriffs in the 3rd Congressional District and two police chiefs. And the conversation was about they're always trying to have the best apples in, in, their, in their squad, in their police departments, in their sheriff's departments. And so when there is something that happens, like that situation with George Floyd, which everyone agreed was terrible and should not have been done, um, there are um, repercussions, there are ways to get that officer so he is no longer on the force. Um, so this does not protect um, qualified immunity, is not keeping these people in place, this is for, you know, all those little things that could build up. Um, so the discussion of in, in Wisconsin, to make a point on what happened to George Floyd, we do not teach chokeholds. We do not train chokeholds for our officers here in Wisconsin. And, and so nothing around the neck at all. That is not of protocol. That is not of training. We have some of the highest training standards in the nation and some of the highest standards for our officers in the state of Wisconsin. And they're always um, seeking ways to reform and stay positive. All right. I, I got a bunch of calls. Thanks. Yep, I want to let everyone know that we have a rally. Um, this weekend, we're rallying at Losey Boulevard and State Road in La Crosse, and we're supporting the badge. Um, get out there. That's 11 a.m. to noon, and then from 1 to 2 p.m., uh, we will be protesting in front of Ron Kine's office to let him know that he needs to support the badge and keep law and order in our communities. Okay, thanks, Jesse. All right, we'll go back to the phones here. Uh, Kent, Kent's calling. Well, Kent, go on. ahead. You're on the air, man. Hey, Rick, how you doing tonight? I'm good. Good. Hey, uh, this gal that was just on Jesse, she's running against Ron Kine. I'm voting for her. She's okay. a good gal. She knows her Constitution. She knows her First, Second Amendment rights, freedom of speech, being able to carry a gun. Her commercial on TV is just great. She's such a great gal. So I guess if you're going to have someone represent you, someone like that is, is in my bill. But on that, as far as that statue goes, you know, I'd like to shoot you an email. It's kentporter57 at gmail.com. And I don't know how to do that GoFundMe page, but I'd like to have someone email me and help me out. 
uh, to get on the GoFundMe, and maybe we can raise the money if they want to take the statue down. If we can raise that money, I'd rather do it that way than put it on the taxpayers. And then when I do, you know, retrieve the statue, I'd like to like take it over to the mayor's house and put it in his front yard. <laughs> I don't. I don't think the mayor's going to want that. I don't. I don't think we. Well, uh, we actually. We ha- we had some news today on WisdomNews.com that uh, City Hall is 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 there may be a petition here to grant historic status to the statue uh, that was unveiled yeah. in 1961. So you know maybe it doesn't move at all. Yeah, and I made some calls about that as far as historic goes. Um, yeah, I, I think it qualifies, and that's the right way to do it. You know, either that or a referendum. We talked last week about it, and it's not about color or who's going to vote or there's too many white people or black people in the cross. It's it's what the people want, not we, what the mayor's uh, protesters want, not what his wife wants. Do we, do we want to get into a situation where the statue doesn't ever get, like, we can never move it because it has a historical status? I think that'd be great. It's concrete. Maybe it'll crumble in another 100 years, but the kids over the last 60 years have learned from that and went down there and historically learned about the Native American Hiawatha and the, what he did. And, you know, there's a lot of good things that come out of it. So I, that's all right. Thanks. That's the way it is. Thanks, Kent. Thanks for the call. 608 785 7914. If the blue baby is down, the, the hatched egg, I'm sorry, the hatched egg is down uh, at the, the, the city hall, if it's if it's down there long enough, maybe we get historical status for that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's not ours. It's a German artist's. Uh, what do you call it? A piece of art. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Paper mache. I don't know what it's made of. It's not made of concrete like the statue. So I don't think it would last the test of time out there. Perhaps. I don't know. Six zero eight seven eight five seven eight seven nine one four. Um. To those that connect, uh, I'm going to get a text here from Steve. To those that connect the game lacrosse with the game Natives played, there is no connection with lacrosse and La Crescent, Eau Claire, Prairie du Chien, and all French names given by a French explorer. (laughs) All right, thanks for the the text, Steve. Um, I did see a a letter from, uh, you know, there's there's quite a a few things going on, you know, aside from the statue. And I kind of wonder, you know, within the city, right, like this is, kind of one of these things I, I wonder with the, everything that's going on if maybe the mayor did this on monday you know it, it did preempt the lacrosse park board meeting tonight that starts in two minutes you can you can watch it online and i think you could even it says you could submit questions but i wonder if this was it maybe a distraction from other things going on is that why the mayor did this uh they just passed a capital improvement budget it's 119 million dollars we're not talking about that anymore. We're talking about a statue every day of the week. And that's fine with me. It's the easiest thing to talk about. And uh, whether you th- and whether you think it's important or not, I think maybe the capital improvement budget is more important than a statue. But here we are talking about a statue, right? All part of the plan, Mayor Cabot. We're on to you. I'm on to you. Uh, Mayor Cabot's going to be in here on Monday. We'll call him out on it. Uh, we'll be back. we got a Scott's comment in the news. It's actually going to be Scott today. Uh, Bill Fian did a did a quote unquote Scott's comment yesterday. If you want to go to wisdomnews.com, pull down menu, look for Scott's comment. You could read all of them right there. But uh, we'll do Scott's comment in the news coming up right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM 608-785-7914. The talk in text line. If you want to get in here, a couple of people texting me in. I appreciate that. I'll read them in just a second. 
Uh, we're talking about uh, a week of Hiawatha, essentially. The Hiawatha statue down at Riverside Park. The park board meeting is going on. It's getting started right now. There's no sound. We're waiting on, it looks like Bob Hetzel. We're waiting on, unless he's just a blank screen and doesn't have a camera on his computer, which very well could be. Uh, there's uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 people in there. A couple of people looks like are at City Hall wearing masks. Uh, very social distanced. And uh, the council chambers is on there. So watch, I'm watching the live feed. No sound yet. But there it is. Uh, the watchman's calling in. I believe that's what the screen says. Hey, Rick. Hey, go yes, ahead. This You're is on. a watchman. How are you? I'm good. Go ahead. You're on the air. So, hey, um, regarding the statue, um, I feel, well, I think you're getting things a little backwards. It isn't the status quo that is required to uh, support, banter the support for the statue. It is the opposition, i.e. the mayor and whoever wants to get rid of it, for them to actually get the crowds out there to have the statue removed. And that doesn't uh, mean 20 hippies from Viroqua and one BLM member. That means, you know, let's, you know, let's make sure that we get this correct. The statue was already there. It's already accepted by the city, and the mayor needs to give his position on why he wants it removed and not just it's time. It's time doesn't really cut it. You know what I mean? Well, you're saying people can't go down there in support of the statue? Why why would oh, that Oh, I want them I want them to go down there and support the statue and I suspect that they will and I may even join them. However, what I'm trying to tell you is it's not the status quo's job to quote unquote support the statue. It is the mayor's job to make his position to remove the statue because it was already there. Yeah, uh, well, I, I mean, the, I think it was last year uh, the, one of the park boards or the city council brought up that it was going to cost $60,000 to repair the statue. Obviously, it's going to cost money to move the statue. And uh, whether right. or not whether right. or not they move it or not, I, I feel like the statue is, is in, dis, I don't know, is disrepair the right word? It, it needs to be yeah, updated. I, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I go and I look at it and I'm like, yeah, she's she's a little rough. Okay, I got that part of it, but I guess that's not really the discussion right now. I mean, you might be able to, you know, get donations to help repair the statue, or you might be able to, like you said, maybe find a more friendly place for the statue. But, uh, yeah, my, my position holds. I mean, I've, I've even talked to uh, people from the I, – I know personally people from the Winnebago tribe that absolutely do not have any issues with that statue whatsoever. As a matter of fact, they think it's perfectly fine. So that's not even unilateral as far as the tribe is concerned, too, if that's the position that the leadership of the city is taking to have it removed. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I get you. I, I can. Uh, I have the mayor's letter here too. But uh, I, there's a couple of calls here, Watchman. Thanks for the call. I'm going to let you go. All right, buddy. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Uh, the, the mayor's letter. Uh, it, it's part of the park board agenda. Park board meeting going on right now. I don't hear any sound. Is that because I? Uh, they don't have any sound. If anybody has any questions Former Arkansas or concerns, Governor, my- there, there they are. They're talking about it, and and I have like 19 tabs up. So. I'm sure I have like a video playing in the background somewhere too, but uh, I'm going to get through these calls because 
I, I could read this letter, but I read it the other day. I don't know if it's the same letter or not, but this is the one that was sent to the um, park commission, essentially. But number three is, is calling on. Number three loves the statue. I think he was, I think he helped build the statue, didn't you, number three? That's right. That's right. What did you do? What did you do to the statue? Like, when you say you helped build it, tell me exactly what you, you were doing. You were, sp- like, slapping up cement well, up there? First of all, I brought Zimmerhackel three uh, small statues of different Indians that I had collected out west back in 1958. And he had them sitting on his desk. And he picked out the one he thought would be the best one. And uh, I used to go over there after school that night when the cement truck would come and help wheelbarrow the cement from the alley up to the Indian and dump the wheelbarrow into the beams in that where the Indian is, the I-beams. Yeah. But what I think we got to do is we got to form a committee and hire a consultant. That's what the city does on big jobs when they don't want to get their own people doing something. They form a committee and they get a consultant. And then if the consultant things don't go right, then they blame the consultant. So what what kind of committee would we get? Would we get some kind of like ethics committee or some Native American cultural committee to, to I would study? say about two from each different things you've just mentioned. Okay, and then if, then we should do people. We should we should and have then some we'd kind end of a, up we wouldn't know what to do again anyway. So we're right back where we started from right now. Yeah, we can't have two committees because they'll just one will say good and one will say bad, and then we have two. Right, right. So we got to get three committees. What about a third committee that has to do with? You know, uh, maybe maybe artwork or even like construction of artwork and how cement is able to be or not able to be moved, a statue like that. We need experts to come tell us whether or not this thing can move without having it crumble. Well, the first thing when they go to pick it up, they're going to have to cradle it. They can't just pick it up in one place. It's going to break. They got to equalize the pressure with slings and pick it up that way. Number three, I don't know how the base is into the concrete. Number three, we're going to... We're going to have to be careful how we move this thing. We can't be throwing ropes around it. No, no, no. Can't do that. <laughs> I, I suggest somebody like Fallen Hammer could do it. And then another thing is, if they do get it on the low boy trailer in good shape, you know, and don't bust it up, then we got to find a road we can drive down with it. Well, this because would be... the roads are so bad downtown, it might break up again. <laughs> well, this would be a good plot for the mayor to fix 2nd Street up, right? And maybe the park well, roads. all are the right. streets. I, mean, I don't know where they're ever going to take it. The roads are bad all over town. Well, I believe that family's from Caledonia, so we only have to get 2nd Street up to, you know, turn left on uh, whatever street right before the bridge. we got to get to the West Channel Bridge, yeah. Yeah, because once we get to Minnesota, the roads are beautiful over there, I'll tell you. Yeah, okay, I'll tell me another one. <laughs> No, right. no, they're good over there. So, all right, I got a couple right. more calls. Thanks for the call, number three. All right, uh, let's see here. Who else? Who else is calling in? Uh, Joe's calling in. Joe, hey, you're on the air, man. Hey, maybe the mayor's wife actually tripped in a pothole. She did really attack that guy. It could um, be. I, the way I look at it with the statue, we got uh, two two choices. Both are win win. We either keep the statue like everyone in Lacrosse wants. Or we let the mayor invite Antifa and Black Lives Matter in to rope it down and throw it in the river, which obviously when those guys come to town, that would drive our COVID numbers down because the protesters don't get COVID. Well, they're, they're so wearing masks. Work, they're wearing That masks. would work out good for the city because they're, not, they're immune to it, and they can gather in large crowds, and they don't seem to get it at all. So that would 
be a win-win for the city. I see. All right. Well, good idea. I, I well, I don't know if they're both win-win, but one seems to be a little bit off off keel. Uh, let's see here. Uh, one more call. Uh, is this Kevin? Yes, it is. Hey, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Rick. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Um, talking about the uh, Hiawatha statue uh, down at Riverside Park. I know that's a controversial topic, but uh, just uh, to think about something, um, I've, I've actually got a lot of Native American Indian friends, and um, most, if not all of them, are in favor of them, are in favor of keeping uh, that statue up because it's, you know, a symbol of Native American heritage, and they were here before we were. Uh, I'd be interested, number one, in hearing. Um, some kind of a survey of Native American Indians, not anybody else, just Native American Indians, and pick a number, whether it's 500 or 1,000 or whatever. I'm, I'm guessing um, that the majority of them would say, keep it there, and I think we're kowtowing to a minority. And then the second point is, what if it was a statue of Booker T. Washington, who is a famous uh, African-American uh, person in our history, um, I, I can guarantee you there would be no talk of taking it down if it was Booker T. Washington. But so, what if it was called Booker? Hey, what if, Kevin? What if it was called Booker T. Washington, but didn't look like you know whatever Booker T. Washington looks like? You well, know, that's was, fine. And and uh, if if the statue needs to be um, changed to make it look more like a Native American Indian, because it it, it is. Um, you know, whiter than it should be. But uh, why tear it down? Why why not just make it look more like a Native American Indian who uh, was here before we got here? Well, I think that maybe we're changing somebody's artwork at that point. And we're not tearing the statue down per se as as much as we're going to move it. So it's not like it. It's not like we're just going to push it in the river. Well, I actually um, grew up in the house where. Um, the sculptor uh, made that thing, and it was half in his backyard and half in my parents' backyard. So I'm a I'm a uh, lacrosse native, and so I saw that thing being constructed. And I can tell you right now, based on the age of that thing, if they try to move that thing, <laughs> more than likely, it's going to be crumbled. Yeah. So you and number three must be friends here because he helped make the statue too. Who called just earlier? Well, I didn't make like, the statue. I was I was too young, but I watched it uh, out of the back uh, window of my uh, my parents' home being built. Oh, sure. Well, he he was. A, it sounded like number three was a kid, and he had a, a Zimmer Hockle's an art teacher, and it sounds like he was bringing his Native American toys over to uh, help him uh, create the statue in in some likeness. So I'm he, just I'm just saying uh, we should think about um, the the uh, monuments that were removing or tearing down. I think if uh, that thing tries to get moved, it's not going to survive. Yeah. Number one and number, and number two, if it was a uh, famous um, African American from our history, we wouldn't be having this discussion. But uh, we're we're kind of slighting the people that were here before we got here. All right. Thanks for the call, Kevin. All right. See it. All right. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin making the argument that if it was if it was a black guy up there and. Whatever representation, he, you know, we we wouldn't even have this conversation. But you know, I think uh, depending on what the the artwork looked like, I would say we would still be having that conversation. Uh, I, I think we can all kind of look at certain things and go, yeah, yeah, we probably take that down. The what's what's funny here too is it, I understand that I'm not a lacrosse native. The statue, in, in terms of you know, growing up, I 
The, the only thing I have for growing up in Greenville, Wisconsin, if they tore down the Greenville, Wisconsin sign, when you pull into the park there, it says Greenville, Wisconsin, welcome to Greenville, where the action is. If they tore that sign down, I'd be so sad uh, because we laugh every time we pass that sign, where the action is. Greenville, Wisconsin, with its uh, co-op, one stoplight, no quick trips, zero quick trips in Greenville. That's how small Greenville, Wisconsin is. Not even a Dairy Queen or anything. Uh, 608-785-7914 is the talking text line. Um, call it Booker T. Washington. That was actually funny. Uh, yeah, I, I can't Google whatever Booker Washington, whatever. Maybe Kevin was making a joke there. I have no idea. But uh, I, I don't know who that is, honestly. History minor. <laughs> Didn't take that class. Uh, but anyway, so what? what's funny here, too, is it, it just, again, um, I understand that this statue evokes a lot of emotion for some people that grew up here. And apparently a lot of people just had Anthony Zimmerhockel in their backyard. Uh, I think that's like three people now that have called and said, yeah, I, I remember watching that. Stat- and maybe was that a thing back in the day for people that grew up around that time? Was, was Zimmerhockel was a teacher at Central High School? And uh, did people just was it just kind of known that this art teacher was creating a 25 foot statue in his backyard? And maybe you went and, and went to check it out. I, I would imagine that I, I would imagine that be the case. Uh, how would you do that without social media, though? How would you people find out that your art teacher is making a twenty-five foot statue without texting and Facebook? Man, you guys, I don't know. I don't, it sounds sounds a little sounds a little made up to me. I'm kidding. Uh, all right, we're gonna take another quick break, and we'll wrap up. Uh, and and I'll, I'll I'll get to these texts. I gotta read these. I gotta like sift through the text to make sure I can read them out loud without you know. Having the dump the button hit the dump button. All right, we'll be back after this. I'm with it. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. I'm having a conversation with Libertarian a guy about when the mayor is up for re-election on the text line. He's writing me books. I think he's driving home too. So I think when the Libertarian guy is driving home from work. I think he, has, he he literally pulls over and sends me a text. He might still be at work, uh, but but sometimes he like pulls over to send me a text, and I just you know what you you can just you can send that text later. You don't have to pull over. But uh, I'm just I'm just messing with you. Uh, La, La Crosse County, La Crosse County, uh, City of La Crosse Parks Board meeting going on right now. I'm gonna let's see what they're talking about. For Major League Baseball to play its abbreviated season. Oh, that's a video I have. Nope, that's the wrong. Wow, what video do I have playing here? In the background that I can't major league baseball season. Oh, there there it is. The the hill.com's plan. Okay, now let's see if I can do the park board meeting. Disingenuous here because we have had this, we've discussed this many times at committee meetings. Uh, city the arts board has discussed it many times. It was never on the agenda, so we didn't vote on That's Roger Christians talking right now. Lacrosse Park Board meeting. You can you can go as long as you download enough PDFs from the city's website. You can find the link to get to the park park board meeting going on right now. Uh, we're going to take a, another call here. I believe this is Manny. Manny, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I am a lifelong Wisconsin resident. Been across twenty years. My family is part Native American and European descent. Um, what concerns me is I, I just wonder who the mayor is bowing to. Is the mayor bowing to Black Lives Matter with her illegal, violent teardown of our nation's beautiful icons? 
Is that what this is about? Well, I feel like the mayor has brought this up in the past. He, I don't know why the, the timing now would seem like that, but this is this is a conversation. I mean, we just heard the park board, uh, Roger Christian's on the park board just, you know, as I potted him up on maybe unfairly for two seconds, but he's like, we've been talking about this for years. So, uh, you, you know, I, I don't I don't know if that's, maybe that's the case. We can, uh, certainly, I believe the mayor's coming on with me on Monday. So I can't imagine we'll bring this up, though. This is going to be old news by Monday, Manny. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I, I would like to add this one little point. You know, if if the mayor or, you know, people want to tear down a statue, why don't they tear down the statue of the mermaid, which is just a few feet away from the statue of Hiawatha? Uh, that's, there's a statue there of a mermaid, half woman and half fish. That's so offensive. It's offensive to women and fish. And mermaids. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Manny. Uh, man, I love it when you can just be serious through all that. Uh, yeah, the eagle sculpture too. Like we gotta tear that thing down, and we keep saying tear down, but we're, we're gonna we're gonna move the statue. Tear it down. I always think of like the Saddam Hussein statue, and people are gonna pull it down, and you know, like a a big mob of people and tear down the Saddam Hussein. That's not what we're doing. Definitely not doing that. That would be awful, though. Like, man, you think about the 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 repercussions that in trying to move the statue if it ever comes to that, and uh, you know, they mess it up and the statue topples over. That's gonna be that's going to be some bad news. Maybe we should re- rethink about moving this thing at all, or at least do it at night when the when the f- photographs would be harder to get. Uh, I think this – caller, who is this? You're on the air. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you're on. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I'm presaging the statue. Uh, an Indian is an Indian, and um, it's American. Now, uh, when we went from um, uh, diesel power for the trains, uh, the Milwaukee Railroad had a um, train called the Hiawatha. Now, that ran from Chicago to the Twin Cities, I know for sure. So it wasn't out on the East Coast, and everybody liked it. It was orange and black. And um, it's uh, uh, the, uh, what do you call it, the, um, another railroad now um, on those Milwaukee tracks. But um, uh, there is a lot of beauty that has gone into that and dedication, and it's almost like a birthing. If they want to move a statue, let them take the blue baby back. It's broken a lot of hearts of people that have experienced that. Now, I heard that the artist was a blue baby, but I really don't feel that that should be exhibited and accepted by the German city that we are friendly with. But... um I hope they keep the statue. If you talk to people that came off the boats that go up Mississippi River, they all talk about that. And um, they probably don't even know that it's Hiawatha at all. But they were here first, and it's um, it wouldn't be any different than if we put up a Hmong statue and the Hmong people would be honored. I don't think they would uh, go by their um, 
different classes that they have for their names and that. I just think it's a beautiful um, character. And um, after all, it was the playground for the the playing of lacrosse. All right. Thank, thank you for the call. Uh, lots to take in there. I don't even remember uh, all the points. Uh, Eric's calling in. Eric, you're on the air. Go ahead. Eric from Sparta. Well, this is, this is straight. I'm a tree hugger, and I want the loggers to go. And I want the guy in front of the Highland Brewers to go, too. I want everything taken on because that's the only way to satisfy anybody. Thank you. All right. Eric's for taking all the statues. Is he talking about statues there? Take, take all the statues down, he says, I guess. Uh, something about logger. Is there a logger statue somewhere? Or we should remove the lacrosse logger's mascot name. <laughs> Shannon, you're on the air. Go ahead. Shannon? Hello, Shannon. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, you're on the air. Hi. Um, I think that uh, the Hiawatha statue is, we have we have people who come to visit us, and they love uh, taking pictures by the statue, and I think that, and I've brought this up before, but I think that we should really examine why we have a three-story mural of, I don't, I think they might be African-Americans. I can't quite tell. They're different colors. It, it's, you know, they're crawling up the it's called parking hold, ramp. I believe it's called holding hands or helping hands, helping hands. Well, helping hands, and I, I think that we should reexamine that because I don't think that maybe it's probably appropriate. Sure, yeah. I, yeah, you said that yesterday, too. Uh, again, same as Eric for Sparta, remove all works of art and statues and uh, everything from everywhere. Uh, the caller before that said the blue baby, which is called hatched egg, and the the German artist that created that, and I'm sorry I don't have his name off the top of my head, uh, created that after his daughter was born. It is a female baby, hatched egg. So, uh, yeah, the, let's let's remove all the statues. I guess the park board meeting is going on right now. <laughs> uh, Lisa Texan said, I think Eric from Sparta wanted all the trees removed. <laughs> did he say that? It did kind of sound like he wanted all the trees removed. All right. That's all the time I got. Look for wisdomnews.com. Brad's going to write a story. He's, he's, he's in on the park board meeting right now. Uh, we'll have that up in a little bit. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks guys for listening, texting and calling.